Well, as of, as of today, we sit with two cases. They're actually both in Mpumalanga. The first case is where Gauteng and Free State and Mpumalanga largely meet. So there's a bit of confusion there. But both of them in Mpumalanga, and they're about 30 kilometers apart. At this day, one is a commercial layer farm, one's a broiler breeder farm. So there's both birds that lay eggs. The eggs we eat or the eggs that become little hatched and become meat that we eat. hasn't spread beyond that. It's, there's nothing saying it won't spread. Right now, it's of limited impact for both egg supply and meat supply. Obviously, if it's spread, it's small. For the trade embargo, perhaps listeners will remember that when Zimbabwe had an outbreak in May, which is linked to our outbreak, uh, we banned trade with Zimbabwe. It's standard practice. So it's not only the three countries you've mentioned, but a number of other countries have also banned trade. Some of those countries have already asked South Africa, we have a thing called compartments, which is a way of saying it's safe, Please give us some more results so that we can believe it's safe and we'll continue with trade. It shouldn't be a terribly long interruption. I cannot kind of ensure about that because it also depends on how long this outbreak carries on for. Yeah, it's, I mean, an outbreak, two incidents, I mean, to my mind, I mean, this is probably semantics, does not, to my mind, constitute an outbreak as such. It's two, I mean, clearly containing this and and making sure that uh, there is no further spread is going to be key to to you know getting the industry back uh, on the sort of equal footing again well, uh, very much so however this is the first time it's ever happened in chicken so all of our trading partners in South Africa all of our trading partners are perfectly within their rights to use caution as the prime watchword now last year we exported a about 3.7% of our production, and we're already in the middle of the year. So although even if we are unable to export for much of the rest of the year, which is unlikely, it's not going to have in itself a huge impact on the local industry. What the impact will be will be the production losses that we might still have in the future. Right now, the egg farm that's affected is about 1% of egg production in South Africa, the broiler breeder farm, there are other breeder farms that can largely make up the sex. That's going to have a very a much, a very much smaller effect. However, both of those companies thought that they had good systems in place to stop the disease coming in, and both of those companies' systems failed. So no farmer should think that they are safe. Essentially, the, the, the danger here is purely to um, chickens, isn't it? Because the, there's a very high... Mod- look, there, there, are an, there are a number of avian influenza that have caused problems with humans, but this one, which was in Europe for two years, hasn't caused any human cases. And yesterday, we had a big meeting with government, including the Department of the National Institute of Communicable Diseases. And it's quite clear amongst all the parties that the strain we have at present, there might be others to come, but the one we have at present is not a human health concern. It's an animal production and animal health concern. Meaning, firstly, you're not going to be exposed to it because of the way the systems in place that keep the meat and eggs away is a risk. And secondly, even if something went wrong and you were exposed to it, it can't make you sick. Uh, People are okay, animals are not. Yeah. In terms of uh, your consultations with the government, obviously your different uh, regional associations are working on plans. Uh, Constructive meeting yesterday on a way forward? Oh, very much so. We dealt with quite a lot of issues. Government, and it's a prudent thing, has stopped the sale of live birds of various kinds. And this is a good way of stopping disease spread, but it's also a very um, good way of destroying small informal traders. And one of the outcomes of that meeting is we think we've cobbled together, almost, we'll probably finish it tomorrow, have cobbled together a way that we can allow the small traders to continue with their business 
and the, that the, the risk for disease spread can be sufficiently managed. You've got to find balance in these things. Sure. Thank you very much to the Chief Executive Officer of the South African Poultry Association, Kevin Lobel. To talk about uh, perhaps uh, far-reaching economic impacts of uh, this, we're joined by Senior Electric Kwazulu-Natal's Department of Agricultural Economics, Dr. Lloyd uh, Baigui. Thank you for your time, Doctor. Let's touch on that, I think, uh, to begin with, the potential effect on income of uh, informal traders. And uh, I understand this, uh, you know, this the ban on the trade of live chickens hasn't really been enforced yet as far as I know. Um, What is the, I mean, how many people are those informal chicken traders and how far reaching would a complete ban on them selling chicken go? Uh, I think the risk is real. Uh, We are looking at a quickly spreading disease that has a devastating effect on livelihood in in, in communities. And, you know, many people depend on, on, on chicken. Uh, we have rural people that have chicken as as as, as, uh, as their source of, of of livelihood. I mean, and, I mean poultry. So definitely, this is going to have effect on on on, on them. And uh, the industry itself, uh, Dr. Kevin Lovell said at this stage, you know, South Africa does is not really a big chicken exporter. Obviously, there are certain products which uh, would be exported uh, more and more. But the potential losses if this outbreak is not contained, I mean, in past outbreaks in other countries, I mean, how, how serious has the stock loss been? That, that's what I'm saying. That the 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 the, 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 the love is, is is real. The risk is 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 real. Uh, you can see this. Uh, we we have two strains of, of of this virus. We have the uh, H5N1 strain, which can also affect and and, and kill humans. So the causes it, it also causes major losses of nutritional food and threatening the farmer's livelihood, particularly in the resource-poor environment where governments have difficulty in providing financial compensation for losses. These farmers, if this uh, virus is not contained on, on time, most of these farmers do not even have uh, insurance against risk. So we, we, we are not really talking about the export, even though South Africa is not a major exporter of, of poultry, but the economy at home will be impacted negatively. In typical cases, I mean, if uh, how long can we say after this initial outbreak that we are now clear from, um, you know, this avian influenza, and when can normal service resume? Uh, I think it's, it's going to take a lot of government efforts. Uh, Number one, I'm going to look at it from an economic perspective. There are two levels at which to look at this. There are two costs, possible costs and impact. Number one, this virus is being transmitted presently from animal to animal, and it could reach a level, if it is not contained on time, that it cannot be transmitted from animal to human. And the probability increases that the virus will enter a second stage that is from human to human, therefore, is going to cause a lot of pandemic and greater loss than the current situation we are in.